All right. Well, hang on. I got to move these snakes. But um, I got to have one first. Yeah, I know. Well, be careful. Once you have one, you will have at least 12 oh more. Oh, my gosh. You did it wrong, though. You got to take one bite because you're, you're going back in in like three seconds. Yeah, I was, thinking about, I was thinking about what color I was going to get next <laughs> when I was eating. Oh, God. It really makes your mouth juicy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Old, old juicy mouth. Juice fruit? They're the best candy. We're back. <laughs> Play the music. <laughs> All right, we're back. <laughs> and we're in. <laughs> All right. What should we be asked about to start? We can talk about the bum lion. We can talk about how we're back and we always uh, break Wait, our promises. <laughs> Good. That was a you thing, though, so why don't you start? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to admit that to the audience. You always two. start the pod. Yeah, well, we're starting the pod right now. We're podding it. But don't back, we, back to where it all began. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is uh, actually going to be our last one. Different environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all came full circle now. <laughs> That's a wrap. I, I don't have enough time to do this while the season's going on. So <laughs> this is where we you talk going. hockey when there's no hockey to be talked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. We were just here to fill that like seven week void. And now <laughs> we'll see you in seven months. <laughs> well, hopefully the season's a good one. Hopefully everyone enjoys it. We'll talk to you later. Episode eight. We're I mean, back. We, could, we could start with uh, some New York City talk. Joe spent a little time in New York City. Tell us what you did, Joe. Was it fun? Oh, it you was, were working though, right? Um, I went out there with buds, um, but I did meet up with people uh, for work. So um, it was a little business slash pleasure. It was business and pl- business. It was business and pleasure. <laughs> That's what I've been telling everyone. Yeah, I am out of practice. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Why are you? Why were you in New York? I was for business and pleasure." Uh, I should share for business and pleasure. <laughs> I just inner or channel my inner um, Bill Murray from Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was there for six days. I think, uh, but two of them were travel, so like four full days. Uh, you flew though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't drive your uh, your <laughs> vibrating car over there. <laughs> your humming vehicle. No, no. The car is the car situation is uh, always and forever in <laughs> in, in a shamble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never know what you're gonna get from day to day. Yeah, my vintage, uh, which they don't make anymore, so it's, very rare. It's a Saturn. Very valuable. Yeah. Saturn Aura. Really fun to find parts <laughs> for. Yeah. <laughs> Has started making this fun humming noise. It's trying to make a song. Yeah. And once I realized it wasn't the radio, it was uh, <laughs> it was alarming. And then looking up what possibly it could be is like looking up if you have like a toe pain on Google and it's for sure cancer. <laughs> you, you got 10 days to live. Yeah. So my car is either transmission, which is a good thing. Or, Starting off strong. Yeah. Or if it's not that. My tire could fall off at any minute. <laughs> oh, like, short, short trips from now on. Yeah, so I go anything within five miles at ten miles an hour, you, I'm fine. You know what we haven't discussed yet? You could lose a, a tire at any moment, but you've never said anything about planning to fix said tire. <laughs> You're just going to go short distances. <laughs> yeah, short distances. If it takes me like a couple days, I'll have like stop points where I <laughs> camp out. For the tent. So New York City, you uh, you got to see a comedy show. I saw you went to the Comedy Cellar. That's a yeah. place I've always wanted to go, but I've also always wanted to go to New York City and never made it there. So wait, I've we been should... to New York, just not New York City. 
We'll do really, a we'll New do York a pod State. trip. Uh, where we don't record there, but we just go. <laughs> we can barely handle recording here. Yeah. I don't think we can move it on the road. Uh, a Stevo setup would be cool, though. Oh, a little, little van, van? A little van thing. A little yeah. pod Maybe van? I'll sell this aura. <laughs> no, nah, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you, this is way too ambitious. I'll. I won't get it fixed. I'll sell it. I'll say the humming is the radio. You just got to turn it up a little louder. <laughs> what if you we won't just even hear it? What if we just start doing short pods? As far as your car will take us <laughs> from the car. All right. And today's pod is from Sinclair Shores. <laughs> we're going to try to make it from 10 mile to 12 mile today. Camp oh, the- while I'm driving, we're potting. Yeah, potting. Oh, I like that. We're going to have to camp out at the golf course. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you an angry driver? Uh, no, I kind of. The only time I uh, experience road rage is at me. And then. Um, <laughs> I only accept. I only get road rage. Uh, yeah, I'm usually on the returning of the end. rage. Uh, I'm not too. I think I'm the opposite because my mom uh, or my dad and sister are like full rage jobs. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I am. I'm like a roid roid rager. I do a lot of steroids. Yeah. <laughs> talk about steroids. Can we talk about steroids? Wait, that was. That was good timing. You're getting good at this podcasting thing. I, uh, what I meant to say was uh, I don't road rage at other drivers. It's usually like oh, within you? my own car. Like I'm yelling at them, but like if they were to look at me, I'd like straight face and not like, oh, no, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not like flipping people off or like honking the horn. Like in my head or like out loud sometimes. Someone like cut me off and be like, F you. And like, if, but if they turned around and were like talking to me, I'd be like, no, no I was just talking to anybody. I was just. Just driving. <laughs> my my buddy's friend or my buddy's wife, um, she's like a big uh, voice to text, and sometimes she'll do it while she's driving. And he gets <laughs> he got this text message one time where it was like uh, it was like, "Hey, honey, I'm stopping at the grocery store. If you need anything, just let look at this son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and my buddy's reading it. He's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> He's like, oh, she must be driving. I'm going to call her immediately. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. No, I, I am not a rager. Uh, Jack, do you do you rage? I've been known to get pretty mad from time to time. Yeah? I've been known to rage. <laughs> <laughs> what's your like go-to line when you're like when you're real hot? Uh, you stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> real, real aggressive right off the top. It's mainly when I get cut off, which happens to be a lot with my hour drive to work, but... People are just cutting you off left and right. Dude, <laughs> Target for cutoffs. Six ninety six is full of insane. Oh, that's drivers. that's the worst. I like to bring on the rage sometimes of people, like <laughs> the people that uh, are like a crappy metal band. <laughs> bring on the rage. Bring on the rage. Are you guys ready to bring on the rage? <laughs> uh, I'll do the thing where, like, once I realize the guy behind me is like uh, going to pass me. Then I speed up a little to try to beat him to the next car. And then I just keep him in that lane. But then I just assume or like try to be oblivious to it. So I'm like. Like pretend like you're not doing it. (laughs) That's usually my go-to. That's a good one too. I did that plenty of times. I like to poke the bear a little. I think the only time I get rage is when my dad's the passenger. And he tells me how to get back to my house (laughs) from places. (laughs) And he, he doesn't even realize he's doing it, but he's like, oh, you're going to take a right here? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I, this is my house. I live here. <laughs> I'm taking you out. 
Yeah, I've driven this way before. <laughs> Thank you. But it's so funny because uh, he'll he'll do that to my mom all the time, and my mom will tell him where to turn, or be like, "Tell him, no, that's not right. You got to." He'd be like, "Pat, I know where I'm going. <laughs> it's just in his blood." <laughs> uh, all right. So anyway, uh, New, New York City. You went to the Comedy Cellar. Always wanted to go. How yeah, was it was. Um, so uh, we didn't go early enough to get like a pass. To guarantee us to get in. So we were in like uh, will call or like standby line. And um, it was probably like 11 o'clock and the last show started at like 11.30, 11.15 maybe. And so me and my buddy uh, or my two buddies were waiting in the like will call line. Or not will call because we didn't have tickets. Standby line. Yeah. And um, this line of people that actually have tickets is like getting – Really crazy long. long. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, like we were probably this like is not happening. There's probably only like five or six people ahead of us. So there was a chance that we were gonna get in, but as this line got longer, I was like, I don't think we're getting in. So then we we move up and we're like the last cutoff and we just get in. And um luckily we had more people that went out with us, but not everyone wanted to go to the show and if we had like one other person, there was no way we we're gonna all sit together. Right. Because they just fill it. Would they have gotten in? They would have got in, but they would have sit alone because they they just fill it just, and say us three went in and they only had a table of two and then they had like a rogue chair somewhere. You. They would just seat one of us at the rogue chair. How how much does it hold? How many people does it hold? It probably is like it looked really small, but it's really small and it's it's got to be like only I'm miserable at like we're talking like people we're talking like fifty people. It's probably like fifty to eighty. Okay, and that's it. So it's. It's almost um, – I'm trying to think. It's got to be like 50 to 80 only because it's almost like a bar, like a basement bar. And um, it was cool. You didn't have to pay to get in. You just had to pay – you had to buy drinks. So um, – you. It was like a, uh, the <laughs> minimum was was buying drinks. Buy okay. drinks. You are – you're right. You're terrible at guesstimating numbers. Oh, man. It holds 150 people. <laughs> So, like I said, like 20 tops. <laughs> 20 to 30 people tops. <laughs> Plus the comics, so. Uh, so, you just had to get drinks, but we were getting drinks anyway, so. Right. Um, and we saw, like, six, I think it had to be, like, six or seven comics, How long too. is the show? Um, we left, and it was probably, like, one thirty. so it was, like, almost like a two-and-a-half-hour two show. That's pretty good. Um, Anybody people would know? Well, uh, the only person that I recognized, but that was, like, the most popular was the last person that came in. Um, so they have like uh, a DJ or like um, a host, a host yeah. that he went first and then he comes up to announce everyone right. um, after they are done. And Michael Che from SNL's uh, awesome. Weekend Update. Came That's awesome. On. And that was. Uh, was he good? That was good. And you could tell that um, he was just there rehearsing stuff. Like he was trying new, new material? Yeah. Because yeah. he would tell a joke. Did he do any Weekend Update? No, so he's just like he's just telling a joke. He's like, and he starts off by saying like, "Well, we'll see how this goes." And then uh, he like there was like a couple jokes that he rifled off, and they're like really funny and got like big laughs. And then he like won the next bomb one. Bomb. It didn't bomb, but like it wasn't like loud, loud. Yeah. And he's like, still got some work to do on that one. <laughs> he, uh, but there's no. Is there like a list of who's going to be there that night, or is it like a, a comic can just show up and be like, I want a spot tonight, right? Exactly. Depending yeah. on their their level of 
popularity, fame, or whatever. Yeah. And um, it was a Monday night, too. So um, there was uh, like seven. There was another comic that I had recognized, but um, wasn't like hugely famous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then the rest of them I had never heard of. But everyone was... It was a good show. Everyone was funny. Yeah. That's good. And uh, No one bombed real bad. No, no one bombed real bad. And uh, playing to like a full audience, like laughter kind of like... It's different. Yeah. It, it's the, contagious. The, the, yeah. The the, uh, the energy in the room is like... It makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. And you Momentum can't... Um, they, you have to put your phone away and everything during the show, so you can't... Right. Take pictures or film or anything. So you, oh, you, so you snuck that picture. That was a sneak. Yeah, as sneak I was shot. leaving, I did a little sneak shot. <laughs> nice. Yeah, good sneak shot. But also, I, I bribed my friend to do the sneak shot. Oh, so you didn't do it? <laughs> no, you, you like, pawned it off on somebody else. <laughs> if I'm, if, if he gets in trouble, I don't know if, him. If someone's getting banned from here, it's not <laughs> yeah. gonna be me. Uh, his name's Jordan, and uh, he, he stole lives my at, phone. He lives at. Uh... <laughs> I can tell you exactly where he's staying tonight. <laughs> I can bleep this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we got a we got a few things to get into before we get into uh, the news and notes of the league and all the hockey stuff because the NHL season is back. So uh, let's get into it. It's episode eight of It's a Donnybrook. Play the music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a Donnybrook episode eight. Uh, before we get going, don't forget to like, listen, follow at It's a Donnybrook on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, go and give us a like, give us a follow, listen to past episodes, everything. You know, it, it, it only helps us out. So I know you said eight, and I think we should probably apologize because uh, it should probably be 12 <laughs> for something by now. It's yeah, <laughs> a good way to start the pod. Yep. Uh, so uh, just on our rundown, little uh, uh, show meeting, show meeting, uh, our first, Hours. Line, first line is, we break our promises on pod releases. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we may have missed a couple uh, due to Fun. Many, many circumstances. <laughs> None of them really, they were all within our control. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a little bit of business. B- business. Oh. Uh, a lot of business. <laughs> a little bit of, uh, of busyness sprinkled with maybe a touch of laziness. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, really no excuse. Like this is, you're definitely getting a zero in the project yep. if you're telling the teacher why you're not turning it in. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to lie about it. We're going to straight up tell you we were just lazy. Like last weekend, me and Jack did a little camping. A little camping. A little camping. Uh but I spent the entire day Sunday sleeping, so that's just straight up lazy. I was I was super tired after camping too, but I sent the text out. I'm like, I really don't wanna, but I'm gonna do it. Texted everybody, hey boys, down whenever you are. Could be today, could be this week. Let me know. No response. No response. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely saw it. <laughs> Producer's gonna hate us real soon here. So we apologize for the the lack of pods. However. NHL hockey is back, boys. Back. So we will have plenty to talk about. It's back even if you can't find it anywhere to watch. <laughs> yeah, you can't find it on TV. It's, just know it's back. It's back and it starts at 2 p.m. on a Friday. 
other other uh, places around sports. There's uh, there's some fun stuff going on, I guess. How about what do you think about this? Aaron Judge hits 61 and 62. And the three-two. Joe deep to left field. This could be it. See ya. He's done it. Number 61. And then a couple days later. High fly ball. Deep left. There it goes. Soaring into history. He's done it. He has done it. 62. Okay, so American League record. Some are calling it the clean record. The clean record, yes. It's not an MLB record, obviously, because in the MLB record books, it is still Bonds and McGuire and Sosa, but they were all in the National League. What do we think about this Aaron Judge record? How legit? I mean, it's a legit record, obviously. It didn't feel like it was as big as it should have been. No, and I don't know if that's because like baseball is just not People, people as don't big. care about baseball anymore? Yeah, or – but that being said, I don't – I hate the Yankees – and I haven't watched – I don't think I've seen any of his home runs <laughs> other than the last two. 61 62. But I found myself like clicking on ESPN when they'd show his at-bats. Right, which people were pissed about that. They were breaking into football games. Yep. And, uh, all the tweets in the memes on Twitter <laughs> are so good. It's like, like <laughs> all these random scenarios. And, and we're in the middle of the Super Bowl, and there's a throw to win the game. And Aaron Judge is hitting 62. <laughs> And we're going to flip over. We're going to step out. (laughs) So does everyone who hold the record above him, they were all juicing? That's the implication. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, essentially it's bonds. So everyone gets an asterisk except for him. Yeah, but he also... And they all were definitely juicing. Yeah, it was the steroid era. I mean, it's the era we grew up watching baseball in, which was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, I'll get to it. (laughs) Which was fun watching, but... You, I mean, again, they were all juicing for sure. And, uh, I mean, you can call them legit records. And even uh, John Morosi and, like, a couple of those guys were like, yeah, Aaron Judge has the American League record, but Bonds is still the record holder. Whether you like it or not, yep. whether you would like to admit it or not, clean or not, he still hit 73 or whatever he hit. Yep. It, there's uh, – my buddy made a good point. Um, we were watching – so yesterday was that, like, uh, track meet of a zero zero uh, um, Cleveland versus Tampa game, yep. and we were flipping back and forth um, from that and like football. And he made a good point where he was like, every other sport like evolved. Like, yeah, basketball added a three point line because players were starting to shoot from back there. Yep. Um, hockey has changed rules they added to the improve shootout. the game. They added the yeah, yeah. And we were trying to think like, has baseball done anything to like improve the game with players like actually getting better or like being showcased it's always a it's always like a controversy with baseball it's like yeah and they do it in the, the worst ways ever it's like they, we're juicing the ball i was just gonna say they yeah. juice the ball and then admitted to it and then next year we're not juicing and then it unjuice the ball yeah. <laughs> like uh, we're gonna move the fences in. We're gonna the only the the biggest change they've made is coming next year, eliminating the shift. What is juicing yeah. the ball? They Salt made the, on steroids. They essentially made the ball produce had the company that produces the baseballs make it so they fly further when you hit them, which is why home run records were set league wide. What two years ago? Yeah. So they admitted to yeah we made the ball we juiced the balls. They're trying to they're trying to do anything they can to get more fans into baseball. 
but they do it all in all the wrong ways. I know. It's uh, you know I, what you know when fans were into baseball when there were steroids in the game. I know. Well, I mean, we like scoring, right? That's what every sport is trying to get. Right? Is like higher scores. And less. baseball was boring and too long. For yeah. Long. Yeah. So the shift is going to help with that. Um, and I like the shift rule. Uh, yeah, to get rid of it. Yeah, because I also don't realize how these people, uh, how these players can't hit out of the shift ever. Yeah, yeah you can't. No one goes the opposite way anymore. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get that. But uh, I mean, you could like bunt and probably get on three times when there's no one on third there's base. There's never anyone there. Yeah, but uh, I like that rule change. I mean, we were even talking. I'm a fairly. Uh, like if the Tigers are good, I'll follow baseball. Yeah, but um, we're fair weather baseball fans. Yeah, we can say it. And I, I was like asking baseball. Adam, uh, I was like, could you name who was in the playoffs <laughs> prior to looking? And I think I would have named like three teams. I would have missed a couple for sure. I wouldn't have gotten a single one. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the judge record. So he hit sixty-two. What What's your thoughts on the comparison between? The steroid guys and Aaron Judge. Let's talk about steroids. Can we talk about steroids? <laughs> I think I think it's more impressive or uh, I guess more impressive. There's also the – everyone says it too. It's like if he's clean. Sure, it's the clean record, we think. Yeah. Like we, we maybe. I mean it, it, like the same thing with Miggy and, and Albert Pujols. Yeah. Pujols was was not great in L.A. for half of the time he was there. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's crushing home runs again now. Who's to say he wasn't juicing back in the – you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you just don't know now. Exactly. And to say that no one's juicing is uh, is a lie. Both guys get popped for it all the time. So. Yeah. I mean, the Padre uh, kid got popped uh, this year, right? Oh, uh, Tatis. Yeah. yeah, Tatis. Well, he said it was uh, ringworm. Oh. <laughs> well, then maybe – Maybe that's the key to hitting 62. Let's talk about steroids. Can we talk about steroids? <laughs> Get a little wrestling in and uh, then you can <laughs> take steroids. <laughs> uh, so enough baseball. How about uh, football news? This is off the field, though. Hall of Famer Brett Favre. What's he been up to, Joe? <laughs> oh, man. He just a class act, that guy. Just, just scamming people. Yeah. He's ready to flee the country at this point. Yeah. I mean, what uh, – we're taking bets. What country is he going to? <laughs> you know what he feels like to me? He feels like a Thailand guy. Oh, he can do all straight? kinds of wild stuff in Thailand. Yeah, don't people have like Swiss bank accounts though? So maybe he's just going to Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they never live where the bank account is. Well, he might have to. He's going to Barbados. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not a good look. Well, give the background. We haven't even said what he did yet. We're just making fun of him. So uh, our boy Brett... Has uh, been found. It's like a charity charity angle. What is he playing here? He's uh, he's stealing funds, uh, and there's texts to back up that he is doing this from a fund uh, that is <laughs> seventy seven million has been taken from the temporary assistance to needy families fund, and oh. to line the pockets of rich and powerful Mississippians. Yeah, but like he's use, he's taking that money and then he's using it to help these people get houses, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'm confused then. <laughs> no, uh, I think he's denying all of it. Uh, he said there's evidence, though. 
Oh, there's right. text messages. Yeah, where he's texting someone asking if that the funds were secured. Are we are we good? And <laughs> and taking them from there. Oh, so, I believe the guy he was messaging already got arrested, right? Oh yeah. So there's already been like six, five or six people arrested for this. Um, Is this in Wisconsin? No, uh, in Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh, he's from Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, it played there, played his college ball there. I mean, just a good <laughs> oh, so just like just boy. like the people he grew up with. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Uh, I also saw when you brought this up to me, I had read a little bit about it, not a ton, <clears throat> but I also saw that Marcus Dupree, former running back, college standout, he was supposed to be one of the greatest NFL running backs, never ended up happening. But Oklahoma, there's a 30, right? Yeah, there's a thirty for thirty about it. Yeah, he was wrapped up in this too. Yeah, that's it's. So far, brought his boys with him. Yeah. If your name's in this, it's not a good look. He's from Mississippi, too, though, Dupree. Correct, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> all around not, not, not a good look. What an ass. It really drives home the, 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 uh, all the people that hated Brett Favre all along. Like I know. They're like, see, he told you. He's uh, text Top. message uh, show that Favre pushed officials for funding for a new volleyball facility on campus. So that's what they're using the money for and uh, taking it from families. $77 million is a lot of money. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's crazy. And taking it from the people <laughs> that need it the most. It's, what an asshole. It is the most disgusting thing of all time. The, uh, the copper fit money wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> or the money from his uh, jean commercials. Yeah. yeah. Wrangler and Copperfit just weren't paying the bills. I, I think they should reinstate the Saints rule where people can just go after him again. Yeah, <laughs> Bounty. <laughs> Bounties on yeah. his head. <laughs> you could sack him if you see him in public now. <laughs> the guy made $137.8 million in his NFL career. I mean, he's that not, doesn't he's... include Coppergate, 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 Coppergate money. Coppergate. <laughs> Copperhead, what is it called? <laughs> Copperfit. Copperfit money or his Wrangler money or anything else. Oh, he, yeah, he was like a jeans. Bud Light guy. He was like, he made a hundred. You got to think he made $250 million, And that's a that's like a conservative estimate in his career. Well, probably more because he's done those commercials for a long time too. So here's, a, here's one of the texts that he sent. Uh, next, Nancy New is uh, the woman who has pled guilty already. Um, you know it's bad when people are already just like, yeah, it happened. Yeah, we, we did that. We did it. Here's one of the texts. Yeah, I did. How you like my <laughs> If you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Someone stole my phone. <laughs> hacked. Hacked. I was hacked. He's going to plead not guilty after this. I'm sure. Uh, if... Who knows if anything's really going to happen to him, but at least his reputation is tarnished. Yeah. What an asshole. I hate that guy. Uh, you know what I think about him? Fucking hate. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look for old Breddy. Old Breddy. And uh, now you're kind of like happy Rogers took his job. <laughs> hey, all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers looks good in a scenario. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Even though he has nothing to do with this. Yeah. Huge Aaron Rodgers fan. <laughs> All of a sudden, I kind of like that Aaron Rodgers guy. <laughs> Not his hair, though. All right. I think we've had enough of uh, football and other talk. Let's jump into some hockey talk. News and notes from around the league. Uh, Vancouver and Chicago pulled a little midnight trade the other day. Jason Dickinson and a 2020, 2024 second-round pick go from Vancouver to Chicago for Riley Stillman. 
Fun fact. Corey Stillman, former, <laughs> former NHL player. That's his son. I asked Joe what he knew, what uh, if Riley Stillman was really worth a uh, second round pick, and he said, "I don't know. I know nothing about that guy." I said, "Well, he's he's Corey Stillman's son." He's well, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> they literally say it. I think. Uh, I mean, we don't play Chicago as much as we used to, but every time that kid's on the ice, they say that. Hey, did you also know uh, Matt Stafford and Clayton Kershaw went to high school together? <laughs> It's up there as the most easy, low-hanging fruit <laughs> color commentary bit, ever. Uh, bite ever. No, yeah. no effort into that research at all. Uh, it's it's a weird trade. Dickinson, a former first rounder, but he is not much more than a fourth liner. Uh, but it's a second round pick for Riley Stillman, who hasn't. He's been parts of three seasons. Uh, defense. Where was he drafted? I think he was drafted by uh, or like a round. Chicago. Uh, like 114th overall. So that's what? I think he, actually round? this might be his third team already. I think he was drafted by, uh, yeah, he was drafted by Florida in how, the fourth. You're how, right. Yeah, fourth round. So he, um, so it's a weird trade. I mean, they, they gave it like. I mean, a second round pick for a guy on, who's only scored three goals in 100 games. Good on Chicago. Pretty crazy. That's another, that's another sneaky, pretty good move, right? Oh, I mean, I mean like. I, I hate the Hawks, and that was a nice move. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, you got to admit it. It's not a bad move. No, and you could flip Dickinson for a third at the deadline probably. You think so? I mean, people overpay at the deadline always. And yeah. Dickinson is a good, uh, like, playoff guy. He would be a good fourth liner. I feel like he's just a body, though. Yeah, I'm just thinking of uh, his, he's got like, nine Dallas. Point, he's got nine points in 40 playoff games. Well, he was on that Dallas team that made a run, right? Yeah, but... It, yeah, uh, yeah. So he that, has experience. He, he, that's where he played his only uh, playoff uh, playoff game. Yeah, because yeah. because he played uh, more than a quarter of a season in the playoffs. He played twenty seven playoff games the the expanded playoff year because of COVID or that whatever. That was the COVID year. Yeah, like twenty seven playoff games. Um, but I think he's more of like like you 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 got that guy more to like bang bodies in the corner and like yeah. more than his production. Right? He's not you're, he's not going to produce anything for you. I mean that. That's a good haul for a guy that I don't think is going to – I don't know. He wouldn't make the wings. Well, I think you make a good point. Dickinson is a, a, at least a useful body, <laughs> and then you got a, fourth, a second round pick with, with, along with him. So, I'd make that trade any day if I was Chicago. Yeah. I, I'd, well, it's another one of those, what the hell is Vancouver doing? Yeah. That's a strange move. Vancouver just is constantly – it doesn't matter who's GM. They're just – Making trades and signing people too long. <laughs> signing people too long. <laughs> Couple big signings happened. Uh, I want to start with the Jason Robertson deal. We'll go to the bridge keeper, which is Jack. Jack. <laughs> uh, Jason Robertson from Dallas gets the the bridge. <laughs> uh, he gets the I did bridge. Not know what you were going to use that sound for? I know that was Wait, good. What do you guys think that is? It's Danny DeVito. It's not Danny DeVito. Oh. That's from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Really? <laughs> yeah. That sounds so like Dan Javita. Bridge Keeper. <laughs> uh, Jason Robertson gets four times seven, one five. So Jack's favorite thing, the bridge contract. Did you think he was going to get more, or did you, or did you just think they were going to be? It was going to be longer term. I thought it was going to be. The I don't know. Whatever. Their owner's kind of a weird guy, so I thought it was going to be. It hates everybody. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a little bit more money. But I thought I, I thought it was going to be a bridge or a shorter term. I'm so no, that was the I, I hate you contract. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I mean that's a good amount of money. Um, I thought it like 
for a bridge contract, maybe this is going to be the new normal where you get seven million you for your bridge, where it's not like four. Yeah, but I like the deal for Dallas. You keep him as an RFA afterwards too, so you still have his rights. He's a stud. I mean, He's so good. I think he almost has a point a game career? in his career. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of old. Sorry, I'm playing footsies with someone. It's me. <laughs> yeah, he's I played. Oh, sorry, Jack. No, you're good. I, I <laughs> he touched my toes and he forgot what he was going to say. <laughs> they have that power. <laughs> Little uh, excited. You know uh, he's thought? played. Oh, sorry. Go, go. No, no, go ahead. I want to hear. 128 games, 125 points. <laughs> That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. his career. What was last year, though? He last had, year was a big year. Yeah. He had. Uh, 79, 41 goals in 74 games. Okay. How much more of a sample size do you need than that? I don't know. I mean... To give him the long-term... Yeah, but was it, a, was, it a, was it the player and the agent saying, that's fine, give us a show-me deal? I mean, I don't know if it's a show-me deal. It's a bridge. It's a legitimate bridge. It's four years. But think about what a guy of his value... If he's still almost a point a game in his career at, that, at the end of that contract, he might be worth $13 million at that point. Seriously, I seven for him for four years he's seems like a steal. Three? 23? Yeah. So he's going to be, what, 27 at the end of it, and you still have his... That's your prime. Yeah. And you still have his contract. You yeah. can still sign him again. You have his rights, yeah. Or his rights, yeah. Uh, so what I thought about when I saw this deal, honestly, one of the first <laughs> things that came to my head, and I think it was reported on or like, like it was a rumor, not a legitimate rumor, I don't think, but what wouldn't they have matched if someone... Uh, someone tried to offer sheet him. I guess that depends on like where you think the franchise is going. Like, is two firsts or four firsts worth a person, one person? You know, like if you think right. uh, as the GM or as the owner, are you rebuilding? Um, I mean, if you're looking at Robertson, so- he's your next captain or at least assistant captain. He's the guy you're building around. Him, right. Ottinger, and maybe Rupe. So Heiskanen, yeah, and Heiskanen yeah. there too. Yeah. So pick a, I mean, pick a team that. So I'm looking at cap friendly right now. Oh. The <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the uh, the teams that could that have the compensation to give him. Obviously, almost that, all but two teams in the league have the the four first rounders, but you would have had to pay him ten and a half million dollars. No one was going to do that. Yeah. If you went to I guess I guess you got to think about was Dallas's would Dallas have been hung up on the term or the dollar amount? Probably the dollar amount more than the term, right? If there was a if it was a contract, well, you that only they get were one like, year, right? Or what's what can you offer someone year wise in offer sheet? Is uh, it no? You can offer him the oh, contract. You can yeah, you, offer him eight. Uh, I think seven or seven because yeah, he's not on your team. The yeah. max. So like, had you offered him eight five, eight five times seven? That's two first rounders, a second rounder, and a third rounder. That's a lot. That's a lot, but I I give that up. I think to get him to get him, yeah. And do we think Dallas would have matched something like that? I don't know if you can. It's tough to get rid of a forty goal score, right? You know, especially right. a twenty two, twenty three year old kid. Well, and I think Dallas it, Dallas is one of those teams in a position where it's not like offer sheeting a Canadian, yeah, or a, a, a Buffalo Saber. Mm-hmm. They're in a position where they're trying to win. Yep. So. The first rounders and the second and the third are great. They they would love to have those, but that's not helping them win right now. No, and unfortunately, we lose a forty goal score. Yeah, and unfortunately, where their contracts are set up right now, they have to go for it. Right. You know, there's teams that just have way too much money tied up in veteran players. Yeah. Ben Sagan, 
Um, even Pavelski is making a lot, but he's worth it. But he's making a lot, and but he is thirty eight or whatever, thirty eight years old. Yeah, so, they can't really afford to lose young forwards either. They, they got Suter so too, who's old. Yeah. So um, it, it was just it was just something I thought about when I saw that it was a bridge deal. And it made me think, like, what wouldn't they have, or what what would have at least gave them pause on matching? Yeah, this team reminds me of like the 2010 Wings, where they'll make the playoffs maybe, or but they're on the fringe of like you don't have about a lot of com- to fall apart. Yeah, you don't have a lot of confidence that that making the playoffs is going to lead to anything else. No, but they have what we didn't have in maybe a stud goalie could be. Top five in the league in a year, and a guy who scores forty. Yeah, and on top of Rupe Hintz, who's got yeah. thirty-five. You yeah. know, and then a stud defenseman who's young. Well, we had Lidstrom then, but not young. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, <laughs> he was forty. Yeah, that would be like having cider while having while Lindstrom. that was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. So uh, Matthew Barzel gets a big deal from old Lou. Lou is, Lou is officially like working, working now. Yeah, he's back. He's in the office every day. He's yeah. actually doing some work. He gets eight years, he nine point one five, nine point one five per on an eight year deal for Matt Barzell. Kind of a little more than I thought he was going to get. Also, a little surprising that uh, with all the rumors coming out that he was trade bait, people are looking at him. That, that he the did Wings sign, may have had a de- may yeah. have had a deal in place. Yeah, that he did sign an eight year deal. You know. Yeah, I. Some of these contracts start to make me think: Are these players just like at the point? Because like Barzell's been really good in his career. He hasn't been dominant, and has have, has the last two years really been all that great for him? Some injuries, not are, goal scoring wise. Are some of these guys just like if they can get that monster deal, they'll take it, even if maybe he didn't see himself in on the island for eight years, but he's like. Well, at this point, my agent has gotten me an eight-year deal for over $9 million. I'm taking it. Yeah, he's uh, – I mean, it's tough to turn down that guaranteed, yeah. right? He's so. never been a point per game either, no. except for his 2017-2018 his year. He had 85 points in 82 games. But after that, it's 60 and 68, 45 and 55, 59 and 73 games. So, I mean, it's he's still – at the end of the day, he's, he has hundred or 311 – points in 362 games okay, so, he's so he's still just there. under yeah but but he is more like a thornton where he's a pass first for sure where he's and, not and he's never he's not gonna he he ups your overall team speed he's fast i mean he's only scored 20 goals once see that's where it gives me pause i i don't i don't love giving these monster deals to guys who don't put the puck in the back of the net and he's not a guy who's going to go do a panarin and put up 76 assists or yeah. you know like he's not that even robert thomas i mean like there's the I think New York's big thing is 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 his him not scoring because he has like a Nielsen who's putting the puck in that forty times, thirty seven yep. times. Yep. Or or does he have to be surrounded by guys that do score? He doesn't really seem like a play driver, but with his speed, he can bring the puck in the zone himself and set up stuff. But no, he doesn't seem like a a play drive really like if he like if he didn't have Anders Lee scoring thirty goals every year like you said Brock Nelson scoring thirty five plus every year is he scoring those and right I I yes. would think I mean I I really like Barzell yeah and I would take him on the wing plays a two hundred foot game yeah and 
And I, he is a number one center. So this brings up our hometown kid here in Dylan Larkin. With that deal and the Robertson Bridge, what do we let's let's just start with what do we think the range of outcomes are for a contract for Dylan Larkin in an extension here in Detroit? I think it's going to be my my guess <laughs> is seven years at eight point five. Or can we give him? No, it's not. We can't do eight anymore, right? Yeah, we you can, can give eight. eight. You can, can give do eight. eight. Yeah, Which I think he's getting eight. If you're signing him, he's getting. Eight. I, yeah, then it's going to be eight at eight point five. No, no less than eight point five. No less than that's where I think he is, especially with the Barzell is kind of like fixing his ceiling. You know, like yeah. Yeah, Barzell that, that is, might be like the high for Larkin. Yeah, See, but the difference and he's not is, getting that. Larkin, Larkin scored thirty multiple times. Well, that, that's where I was going to go with. It. He's a thirty goal guy. He's consistently seventy points. Like you can, you could probably bank Larkin for seventy points and thirty goals. Yeah, and it shows that when he finally has wingers, he's great. He's also a hometown kid. Yeah. He's expressed interest to stay here long term. And by all accounts and everything I see, he's become a real leader in that locker room. Oh, like yeah. he, he oh, has taken yeah. this captaincy thing to heart and really become a captain in the, on this team. Even listening to uh, 32 Thoughts, um, they had uh, Cider and Verana on. And um, they asked Verana about Larkin. And they made a point to say, right when I said Larkin to you, you started smiling, Verona. Yeah. Like, to Verona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I think he's the only person in that locker room that could be captain. So here's another thing. They interviewed these guys at uh, in Traverse City for the, the uh, training camp. It was Andrew Kopp and Larkin. Oh, yeah. Because Kopp was his captain at Michigan. Yep. Kopp was the captain of that Michigan team. And he asked him, you know, what do you take? What did you take from from Copper and in, in his, you know, in him being captain and him being the leader of that team? And he and Larkin did his captain thing. He said how much he took from him and how how what a great captain he was. And you could tell by the way Cop answered it that he's like essentially like he's a legitimate captain. Like yeah. he's he's a better captain than I was at Michigan. Like he's the guy for this team. So when all the players start rallying around a guy, we 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 get through this conversation to say that one of Frank Saravalli's takes bold predictions. I will give him credit that it was a bold prediction. It was yes. in his bold prediction article that Larkin would get traded at the deadline. Whether it makes sense financially or based on what the Wings want to pay him or what they might get in return for him, whether that all makes sense or not, I think just based on the way he's like he he's like rounded that team into like a you know, they're a team now. They're a family. They're like a cohesive group of guys and a group, a core that seems like they really want to stay together. You know, when cop was a free agent, he Larkin called him and essentially recruited him to come to Detroit. And he was like, well, what's going on there? And Larkin explained to him like the culture change and how like the team's like looking up and he has become a legitimate captain figure in that locker room. Well, even, uh, after that loss they had to in the preseason, who did they play recently? And they lost Washington. Uh, no, they lost by one goal. Pittsburgh? Um, yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh game when he was we're, going we're at playing, it with Crosby. We are playing a lot of regulars that game. Yep. Um, Lalone said after the game that he's never been in a locker room that they were so disappointed and like distraught or frustrated with losing a preseason a pre-season game. preseason game? That's awesome to hear. That they were like – that he saw them taking – like they took it to heart that they lost that game to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Even though it was a preseason game, it doesn't mean anything. You know what else I love about that is this is a little bit off topic, I guess, but I love that there seems to seriously still be a hate 
for the Penguins in that locker room. Oh, yeah. Larkin yeah. does not like Crosby. Well, even Crosby is like uh, yelling and bitching he was, he during the game. It to him, he I hates know. us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I think the way he's become a true captain in that locker room makes and, and express the interest to stay here makes me think he's not going anywhere. Again, it was a bold prediction article, so I'll give him that. Uh, Larkin was on 32 Thoughts himself with uh, Jeff Merrick and Elliot, Elliot Friedman. I couldn't find the audio, but the quote was, we're having conversations, a lot of negotiating going back and forth. This is in regards to getting the contract done. Ultimately, in my heart, it's where I want to be. So he wants to be in Detroit. He said, I don't really see myself playing for another team. It's moving along. I can't really tell you when or how the deal gets resolved, but that's where I want to be. So essentially saying he wants to stay in Detroit. Um, and he said he does believe they're closer than they've ever been to getting a deal done. Now, the only thing I didn't really hear was, is he one of those guys that's going to be like, season starts, I don't want to talk. Uh, Which, yeah, me, me and my dad had the conversation. I don't think, because my dad seems to have like a little bit of a feeling that he could get moved if they can't get a deal done. My thought is, even if there's not a deal done at the deadline, even if there's not a deal done by the end of the season, and you're, you're staring at the face of free agency for him, I don't think that matters. No. I think you get a deal done. Eiserman could, could, could say, Eiserman could tell him we're not talking for the whole season, yeah. and I wouldn't be worried. No, I don't think, I'm like, 99.9% sure he's coming back. Yeah. Like, uh, there's well, nothing in me that thinks he's not going to be a wing. And and I also look at him as, like, um, almost like a Gabriel Landeskog type captain. Yeah. Where he doesn't have to be the best player, and he doesn't need to be, in his, like, demeanor, the best best player on the team. Right. Right. Uh, he, but he can lead a team of better players than him. Right. Because at the end of the day, I, I think Raymond's going to be better. Point wise, and uh, or at least has the potential to be better, right? Yep. yep. Um, and you have these other kids coming up, and then with uh, free agency and things, I just think they really like him, and it would be. And Eiserman knows this. I think that's a pretty damn good comparison as Gabriel Landeskog. Yeah. Didn't get the captaincy as young as Landeskog did. I mean, Gabe was 19 <laughs> when he got the captaincy of that team. But he plays with a guy like Nathan McKinnon, who is, I mean, is Nathan McKinnon, McKinnon the second best player in the world? Probably. Probably. And then Miko's probably top 10. Yeah, right. So, like. And then Makar's top yeah, 10. Yeah, yeah, Makar's there, too. So, <laughs> you know, he's probably the, the, at a minimum, he's the fourth best, third, fourth best player on that team. Yeah. I think that's a really good comparison, actually, to, to Larkin in the situation he's in. And yeah. He, and he's going to put up, like we talked about, he's going to put up points. He'll, he'll likely be, even a bad season for Dylan Larkin might be 62 points. Yeah. And there's jokes that like, oh, he's only the third best on a, third best center on a good team. And that's a lie. You know? that, that, that's bullshit. Yeah, not, that's a yeah. not, not a chance. Not a chance. He's way better than that. Yeah. That first line, our first line looks real good. Bertuzzi, Larkin, and Raymond. And they have chemistry, so we'll see. Uh, all that being said, I don't think he's going anywhere. No. He's going to sign... 8.5, 8.7, 8 years. I think, yeah. All right, well, let's, let's give our, uh, you said 8 I times said, 8, 5? Yeah. I'm not far off that. I think it's 8 times 8, 5, 8, 7, 5. I think that's right about the range. Yeah, I bet he gets like 8.8 8 or would something you, like Would that. you be upset to see him get 8 times 9? No. Nope. Me neither. Even if he got the Barzell deal, I wouldn't care. Yeah, Cap, no, I'd be fine going with that. Up. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah. that's the other thing. Uh, you do have to think about what you're going to pay Mo. And, and Raymond. Well, 
Right, but well, Bert's there too. So but, uh, even if Mo gets a bridge, you're you know in three years you're looking at giving him. Mo might be worth twelve million in a couple of years. Oh, I mean, yeah. he, he's he, that is going to be. Moritz Seider is your most most valuable player on this team by far. Most valuable piece. That said, I don't think it. I don't think it hurts signing Raymond and Mo if he gets nine. If Larkin gets nine million, yeah. Uh, the cap's going to go up, and you got a guy that convinced Stamkos to stay for eight million. Right. So. All right. So I, I think we've beat that point to death. Yeah. However, let's take a quick look. If he, if it was a deadline deal, and for some crazy reason. Eisenman was shopping Larkin. What does he? Re- what does he get you in return? So that means this team is just Ooh, bottomed out, trashed. Yeah, yeah. Like no one. We're we're ref- miserable. Like taking five steps back from last year. Yeah, which I will will not happen. I'm not even going to say I don't think it'll happen. That won't happen. Well, you're definitely getting barring uh, major injuries. You're getting more than you got for Mantha. So you got you got Verana in which first and a, a second. You got Verana first and a second. What a deal for <laughs> for Mantha. So, so you're getting definitely two firsts. Is the ask like the chicken ask? Oh, it has to be. I mean, you know, probably more. It's got to be like just under what Eichel got. Like, yeah, I'd say under that. But you know, like I don't know what that deal looked like, but at the deadline, though, people just give they do picks dumb away. Stuff, yeah, I mean, we got <laughs> as I just said. We got Verana and a first for Mantha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who has played like a combined 40 games. Yeah, I mean, you, you would definitely get a ton for him. That was a Stevie move, right? That wasn't Holland? No, that was Eisenman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Holland, yeah. Kenny doesn't have that in his bones. <laughs> no. He never We'd did. still have Mantha and Anthony C on the team. Double <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, A would have got a six-year contract. <laughs> he's on his third team since. Yeah, six Helms are top center. So anyway, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. But... Again, we beat that, beat that horse to death. So, <laughs> let's move on. Moving on. So we wanted to get into some predictions. We got some bold predictions for the season. We got the awards, uh, player awards. We also have playoff predictions. Stanley Cup winner. Con Smythe Trophy winner. So we wanted to get into all this. The NHL season is officially underway, technically. It was a very awkward start to the season. The Nashville Predators and the San Jose Sharks went over to Prague in Czech Republic, Czechia, Czechoslovakia, whatever they call it now. They changed their country name. Yeah, it's Czechia, right? Czechia. I yeah. I don't like that. It's it, it, CR. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fine. Uh, Preds, and, Preds and Sharks kicked off the season in Prague. Preds won game one, four to one. They played two games over there. They also won game two, three to two. I'm sure we all expected that. The Sharks are going to stink again. Yep. Yeah, I don't see them winning much. Um, Thomas Hurdle scored a goal in his hometown. That was pretty cool. He was super hype about doing it, too. Uh, the First other goals. Goal of the season. Yeah. Uh, the other goals from the Sharks came from Logan Couture and Luke Cunnan. Free agent signee Kiefer Sherwood, Matt Duchesne each had goals. And then newcomer Nino Niederreiter. Put up the points already. He's got three goals. He had a goal in the first one, two in the second game. And then Eli, uh, Eli Tolvanen and Philip Forsberg also scored for the Preds. So Preds, number one team in the NHL. How about that? Niederreiter ranked number one in fantasy right hey, now, boys. Hey, San Jose Sharks, worst team in the NHL. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, very solid start. <laughs> I mean, I wish the Wings played the Sharks twice to start the year. Yeah, that would have be been nice. I, I'll, t- I'll take them four times to start the year. <laughs> Yeah, Sharks are going to stink. Anyway, let's get into some playoff predictions. Stanley Cup, player awards, like I said. 
I want to start with the East. We all made our picks for the East, and not not a whole lot of difference here. All of us took Tampa Bay. I think we can pretty much guarantee the top of that Atlantic division. Top four teams, yeah. Well, three for sure, right? Yeah. I mean, you're talking Tampa Bay, Florida, Toronto. Those are all locks, right? For sure. And out of all that, all, all those three, Toronto's probably the best of the three. Yeah, but so we talked about it a little bit. In Vegas, the over-under for to- team total points for Tampa Bay right now is at 103 and a half. That feels like a lock to me. You weren't so sure. You were a little well, hesitant. Well, they had the only reason I'm hesitant. They had 110 last year, and Buffalo, Detroit, Ottawa, Montreal were miserable. We think for sure all three of those top teams aren't going to be quite have quite as many points as last year because we think or Ottawa, Detroit, at least those two teams are better, right? Yes. So, that's, so that's there won't, my only so there won't be quite as many points for teams like Tampa, Florida, and Toronto. They're still going to be the top of the division, but they're not going to be 120-point teams necessarily because I think the points will be a little bit more evenly spread in that division. Correct. I just don't think – I think the division has got better. Also, teams like Columbus have gotten better. Um, well, a lot of the bottom teams that got better – I mean, there's also the top teams that have gotten maybe a little worse. I mean, Tampa Bay lost some guys. So, I mean, Boston. See, I don't see much of a drop-off from Tampa from the last couple of years. The, what I will say is wear and tear will have, a, will have an effect. I think that will have an effect. I, they're still a 100-point team. That's, yeah. still, that's still one of the best teams in the conference. Oh, they're definitely making the playoffs, and they're going to be uh, – They're not a wild card, right? No, absolutely not. They're in. I mean, they were they weren't far off a wild card last year. No, I think I think the order of the Atlantic, and we might have talked about this last week or the last time we posted <laughs> three, three weeks, weeks ago, <laughs> is if Again, I'm we lie. if I'm uh, the top three teams in the Metro and the Atlantic would be Toronto, Tampa, Florida in that order, and then yep, Tampa's in Florida. We know, and yeah. <laughs> And then Rangers, Carolina, Columbus? I don't know. That, that would be... Yeah, that's tough. So, going, all right, so we'll, we'll go down the list real quick, and then we can kind of dive into it a little yeah. more. I have Tampa, Tampa, Florida. <laughs> I have Tampa Bay. I have the Florida Panthers. I have the... In no order here. No, no, no. Yeah. Tampa Bay, Florida, the Rangers, Carolina, Toronto, the Islanders, Washington, and Boston. In the playoffs. So that means the only team in is the Islanders for me. The only team out is the Penguins. Jack also has Tampa, the Panthers, the Rangers, Carolina, Toronto, Washington. Those are all the same. The differences between mine is he has Pittsburgh in and he has Detroit in. Bold. That's, that's mainly just because I want them to bold. be in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wanted to put them in too. We need a bold sounder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Joe is also very similar. He's got Tampa. He's got the Panthers. He's got the Rangers, Carolina, Toronto also has Pitt, has the Islanders along with me. And then Joe, the only one sliding the Columbus blue jackets in, which I don't disagree with. I could just see that being right on the cusp. They're right there. Uh, this is also me thinking Boston, Washington and Pitt are weaker. Well, you have Pitt Pitt in, but are weaker than they have been. So my question to you would be, the, the the question really seems to be between those three teams, 
Pittsburgh, Boston, Washington, 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 <laughs> Pittsburgh, Boston. We are out of practice. <laughs> Pittsburgh, Boston, and Washington. Of those three teams, in my opinion, Boston or Washington is probably the the biggest lock to make it over Boston and Pittsburgh. Boston has a lot of injuries to deal with. Pittsburgh's old. That is an old team with average goaltending and no depth. The middle six in in Pittsburgh, in my opinion, is is the issue. 37-year-old Jeff Carter with a, con- a concussion. What is Kasperi Kapanen? You don't have Evan Rodriguez anymore. You know, what are those guys beyond – what is that team beyond Latang, Crosby, Malkin, Gensel? Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't, I don't think uh, – I just think the East is, like, still in a transition. Like, I don't think – as much as I want to put Detroit in, I still think they're not there. And the, as much – Hype as Ottawa's getting for no reason. I like the Ottawa hype. I I can't. I don't like me it. Off more I, than I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Their defense still stinks. Their goaltending stinks. I mean, and like they got Drew, but Drew's and like an old man. He's thirty eight. Yeah, it's like I think he's like thirty six or something. But he's he's not like classic Drew. No. If they're getting like vintage Drew, then maybe I'm more hyped on them. They have no goalie. Their D is weak. Still. Their top six is very good. Yeah, I'd give them that. But Pittsburgh, their top two lines, you still look at it on paper. Gensel, Crosby, um, Raquel, Zucker, Melkin, Rust. Raquel's hurt a lot, though. Yeah, I mean, so is Melkin. But right, so like that's where I I question and Zucker. Pittsburgh. <laughs> right, that's where I question Zucker. Like, okay, so Pittsburgh, Zucker's a question mark. I don't know what you get from Kasperi Kapanen from year to year because yeah. it's it's a question mark. Uh, Raquel's hurt a lot. Malkin's hurt all the time. Crosby's even hurt a lot. So, like, that's where I I drop Pitt out of it. And and it, when we talked about our divi- the Atlantic Division, Boston, I was like, Boston, sure. But, like, Boston probably missed the playoffs. When I started doing this, I'm like, I don't know. Boston, if Boston can hang around long enough to get McAvoy and Marshan back, they're the same team they were last year. And a no longer disgruntled team. Look yeah. at all the guys that wanted to leave that team. Bergeron was going to retire. Krejci literally left, and he's coming back now. DeBrusque rescinded his trade request, all because Cassidy's no longer the coach. But you're also <laughs> you're also like comparing a team that can get injured to a team that is injured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. Like, like uh, <laughs> Boston is j- like they don't have arguably their second best player in Marchant. Can they win half of their first forty? They could be, yeah, they could be twenty and twenty. They get those guys back and they go sixty. If, if they're a six hundred team after that, that's probably a playoff team. Yeah, I think, I think that just because teams are getting better in the division and just in the East. It's going to be tougher to get points each night, you know? Right. Like, this is the first season that I think Detroit, Ottawa, and maybe Columbus go into games and they can win any of those games. Right. The wild card battle is going to be insane. Yeah. I I, I hope. I I hope, too. But I think, like, as a Wings fan, there was games where I just knew you'd chalk it up as a loss. No chance, yeah. It's it's over, you know? And this is the first year that we could be, like, I think we can beat any team on any given night. On any given night. Yeah. yeah. Not that we're the best team, but we have a chance to beat any team on any given night. Yeah. 
Um, Ottawa is probably close to that. And I even think Buffalo got better. Yeah, I don't have a ton of faith in Buffalo. I like we talked about it when we did that division. I have Buffalo not really getting. I I have Buffalo staying about the same, maybe being a couple points worse. I just can't see Washington falling off that much. I think their goaltending's better. The loss of Backstrom does hurt, but they didn't have Backstrom for a lot of the time last year. Yeah, as long as Tom Wilson can get back and healthy, which it sounds like he will be at least early in the season, uh, earlier than you know, earlier than not. I still think that team's a playoff team. And I think the Islanders just got dealt such a shit hand last year with the start of their season and Same. all that that I, I, I don't think you could deny that team. That. And that's a veteran team that knows this is their chance. Yep. Like, uh, not that they're going to win a cup or or that they're close to winning a cup, but they they know that this is their opportunity to do something. To do something, yeah. And maybe their last opportunity for mo- some of them. Yeah. But real quick. Boston right now to start the season has three players that have scored 20 goals last year. And one is Pasta, of course. You got a you got Krejci who didn't play at all. And then your other two 20-goal scorers are only Bergeron and DeBrusque. You got Hall's not going to start the season. Marchand's not going to start the season. Marchand's not going to start the season. And your number one defenseman's not starting the season. And your goaltending is question mark. Yeah. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue it. I, I, there's no arguing it. I, I, I know. Your number one line entering the season is DeBrusque, Bergeron, Smith. Okay, how bad? Okay, so how bad could they be then? If they're, if they're not a 90-point team, then I would guess that the Wings are going to be six points away from them by the end of the year. I think... Which puts us, like, real close to a playoff spot then. I think... I think the wild card is going to come down to uh, the final week this year, yeah. rather than like in December you could you tell who's going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's also wishful thinking that everything clicks for Detroit, Ottawa, right. um, even Columbus bringing in new guys. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the West. We uh, so this one was tough for me. I literally picked the same teams as last year. So I have Colorado, Calgary, Edmonton, St. Louis, L.A., Nashville, Minnesota, Dallas. That is the exact teams that made it last year, which I hate doing. But I really, the more I looked at it, I couldn't figure out a way to put any of those other teams in. Jack went Colorado, Calgary, Edmonton, St. Louis, L.A., Nashville, Minnesota, all the same as mine until he gets to Dallas. Dallas out, Vancouver in. Joe went Colorado, Calgary, Edmonton, St. Louis, L.A., Nashville, Minnesota, all the same. Vegas in. Vegas missed last year, a lot of injuries. Not that it's not the same this year. I'm going to throw right back in your face on the Boston. <laughs> <laughs> so really the question mark, we, we all have all the same teams in despite – Earlier in earlier pods, me saying Minnesota was going to be a team that falls out. <laughs> Couldn't figure out a way to get him out. Dallas, Vancouver, Vegas. Jack, we'll start with you. Make your pitch for the Vancouver Canucks. I just think besides they, the fact that you want me see you want to see me lose limbs. Well, that you know, a couple pinky toes or whatever you bet against it would be nice to see. Um, I just it like, was an entire leg. I just like their team. They're young and they're full of talent. Pedersen, Besser, J.T. Miller, Connor Garland. Uh, they just got Mikhaev. They're all solid players that could, I don't know, they just, 
We need to find their footing. And then that Kazmanko dude, five points and three preseason You love game. that you called yeah. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's best call ever. <laughs> Kuzmenko got points in the preseason. <laughs> five points in three games. Have you guys heard of this guy? <laughs> He's great. I call, if, you, if you didn't know, I called him. You should listen to my podcast. I also uh, reached for him real real far in our uh, fantasy draft. So, And then their defense. They have OEL. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Too many snakes. <laughs> I just they ate come that. back up those twins. They're uh they're all gone. Sorry, boys. Well, um, I'm glad they're gone. Well, make the, all right. Make the make the case against a team like Dallas who was just in, or against a team like Vegas who is a very good team when healthy. Dallas make- is old. <laughs> Done. All right. Next. Done. next. <laughs> yeah. What else? Do Vegas. Say? Yeah. What else do you want me to say? And Vegas is just a crapshoot. They're so, a dumpster. So player. not much of an argument. You just like Vancouver. <laughs> Pretty much. Joe, why are the Vegas Golden Knights making the playoffs again? I this is the only team that I don't have much faith in, but looking at the rest of the West, I think they're better than Dallas. I think they're better than Vancouver. I don't think Winnipeg, San Jose, Anaheim, Chicago, Seattle, Arizona is making it. No. So the only the only argument I have, Eichel only played thirty games last year. Mark Stone only played 30 games last year. Those are your arguably two best players. Yep. Their goaltending is the question mark. He did go 10 and 5 last year, small sample size. Logan Thompson? Yeah. So 10 and 5. He only played 19 games, so he must have came in on relief on a couple of them. Potential Calder. Um, His save percentage was 9.14, so solid save percentage. Uh. They didn't have Alec Martinez last year. He only played 20 games, 26, I think. Though Alec Martinez is old, but he is a piece that you're paying yeah. a lot of money to. He's, he's still good. Yeah, and is a, a solid defenseman of who they would replace him with, right? Um, you look, at, and I think their top, three line, or their top two lines are still fairly solid. Yeah, you know, I, was just, I was just looking at that. Riley it, Smith, Eichel, Marcia So. It feels deeper than than you think. Yeah. Before you look at it. Uh even uh Chandler had twenty one goals last year. Uh um Chandler Stevenson, twenty one goals. You got Mark Stone, who's arguably top fifty in the league. Yeah, one of the best two way players in the game. Yeah. And then uh you still got Wild Bill who can score. And then you have the wild card in Kessel who can put the puck in that if he has wing or forward or center. If he has line mates. <laughs> and Pepsi. And Pepsi. Yeah. I always forget they have Petrangelo, too. And I, they got Shea Theodore, who I think is a good player. Um, he didn't win the Norris last year, did he? No, but he was close, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I took him again this year in my fantasy draft. He's winning the Norris. <laughs> no, there's. I just think looking at – and they're, they're playing the worst division. They're going to get points. Yeah. Very true. And yeah. I think – I just have faith that Eichel will return to form. I agree with that 100%. I, I – there's not a ton to argue with you there. I just – looking at the Dallas Stars, I like the way they're built if they can make it through. Like even if they're a wild card team, it's a team that, I pick, that I'd pick to win a round. It might be close. It might be a seven-gamer that they lose again. It's a team that feels like they're built – they're built right for the playoffs. Yes. 
And if you can get a little bit more out of Gurianov, who I thought was going to be better last year, mm-hmm. Rupe Hintz is a stud. Mm-hmm. I think Radek Faxa is a very underrated third liner. Mason Marshman is a good addition off, off from Florida. Joe Pavelski, the ageless wonder, we've talked about it. Robertson, the other two are the question marks are Ben and Sagan. If you can get something out of those guys, and I think Sagan will be better this year. I, I can see twenty last year. I could see him thirty again. Yeah. I can see him jumping back to thirty goals. And really, you look down that lineup, it might not be a lot of ho- household names, but this Stankovin kid could be really good, this Logan Stankovin kid. Uh, Kivy Ranta has showed he can be a good player. It just comes in – it comes to – it's too spotty. Yeah. Their defense is He's still speaking. pretty solid. My biggest thing there is a goaltender can carry you. And I think it's one of the few teams in the league that has a goaltender, a goaltender that's not necessarily going to be a tandem. And I think Jake Ottinger can be really, really good. And if he can be really, really good for – if he can play 45 and be really, really good in 30 of them, I think that makes this team just about on the cusp of a playoff spot. And then things bounce the right way for you, they're in the playoffs. Didn't they just well, acquire that Lundqvist kid? Lund- Lundqvist from New York? Oh, they did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah correct. Yeah, yeah. The he's, defense, the defenseman yeah, knows. He's yeah. supposed to be a stud too. Like I, I just like I, I don't hate the makeup of the team. The one thing I do wish is that I wish Mason, Mason Marchment, Marchment wasn't the big piece they added. Like yeah. it's not a huge piece. It's a very good piece. I like it. I wish they had gone a little bit bigger and tried to go get somebody. And I'll say this: that of the three teams, I like. I guess Ottinger uh, and. Um, Demko are very similar, but I'd put Ottinger, Demko, and then of course Vegas. So mm-hmm. Vegas has the worst goalies of the it's, it's at least a it's at least a big question mark because yeah. he's a rookie. And um and Ottinger's coming out party was that flame series. Yeah, for sure. And he was the best goalie in the playoffs that first round. Well, and it's about time that they got rid of the nineteen NHL caliber goalies they were carrying yeah. And, yeah. Let the, and let the kid have his time. Yeah, let him cook. Who did they have? They had Bishop, Holpe, Kudobin. Who they then, just uh, waved Hudobin like they had another, they had four goaltenders at one point. Every time you say his name, you know it's Hudobin, it's not Kudobin. I think you're gonna say Kudoba every Kudobin? time. <laughs> It's that queso. <laughs> uh, I think at the end of the day, those teams are are last in, and I just take the forwards of Vegas over them, and that's the only reason why I pick Vegas. Yep. And and I like – well, I don't know because I, I like Dallas's D probably better than Vegas's D. Right. I think, I think those two, in my opinion – no offense, Jack. I think those two, in my opinion, are the toss-up. When you start going down the goaltending uh, rabbit hole, that might be the only spot that Vancouver and Dallas have on Vegas. Oh, yeah. That's it. You know? And I would agree with that. Cause Unless this Logan Thompson kid is a stud. Unless Martin Spencer Spencer Martin's really good. <laughs> <laughs> at 27. <laughs> no one's ever heard of him. Comes in at 27. Stud. It's uh, – I, I just think that division – if you look at it, Edmonton, it's probably bad. your class. Yeah. You know, such a bad division. They're going to win a bunch of games. Next, I'd probably put the Kings. You and put then, the Kings over Calgary? I think Calgary's a question mark. I, I, we'll, we'll get into it. <laughs> I have the Kings winning the Pacific. The Kings winning the Pacific, but all right. Which is bold. You, as Calgary, though, you lost two goalie, 40 goal scorers, and you brought in zero. You're right, right, but you brought in another 100-point guy. True. 
who I think with Lindholm could make Lindholm a 40-goal scorer. Already is, though. He scored 40 last year? That whole line scored 40. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I thought he was just under 40. I thought he had like 38. So, I mean, you're right. I would agree. The the one thing I will say is their D got better. Mackenzie Weger is a very underrated part of that For trade. For sure. That's For a sure. massive part of that trade. Mm-hmm. They have uh, and I like Killington. <laughs> yeah, Kylington, I know. Uh, yeah, Kylington. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, um, Markstrom was a stud last year and could be again. Could be a Vezina winner. Yeah. Vladar even had good games. Yeah, I think I think I think there is a slight fall off of, from Calgary. I don't know if it's that much though. I think they're I mean I still picked them to make the playoffs. Yeah. I just don't think uh I don't think they're winning the division, so they're not winning that many games. Right. And there's games to be had there. I think also, you you caught Vegas on the worst just possible like, year they could literally have the worst possible year, but also this year's starting out to be the worst <laughs> real <possible>. good. <laughs> so starting goaltender done for the season. Uh, someone in our fantasy league immediately picked up Robin Leonard, and I had to send him a text and said, "Hey, you know Robin Leonard's not playing this season, <laughs> I right?" I drafted him. That's why I sent that text. I did. Uh, so yeah, the West is you know I think there's some some movement there. Um, it's obviously Colorado's the class of the league in the West, obviously. I think there could be some movement. I think Edmonton could jump Calgary. And really, I was going to say maybe Calgary is, is – I don't think they're a wild card team. But if I'm thinking LA is going to be as good as they are and Edmonton does jump them, maybe they are on the cusp of being a wild card team to get in. Yeah. Calgary, that is. I could see um, Calgary and Vegas being uh, the same level being the or bat- same yeah. talent. What, yeah. what's, the, what's the cap limit? Is it 82? Uh, eighty-two four. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> currently right now Vegas no. is at ninety-five. So, see that uh, that only helps my argument though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now eighty-two five. Yeah, they figured out how to be twelve million over the cap <laughs> and start the season this week. They have a roster size that's twenty-four when you're only allowed so they're over the roster size. Too. And also, they they knew Petretti was going to get hurt. Yeah, well, my my playoff pick, the Dallas Stars, are two point two over, and they have twenty-five players on the roster. So suck on that. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, well, start thinking of it. All right, we'll come right back. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we will come right back with our Stanley Cup final picks, our Cup winner, and our Conn Smythe winner. Right after this. All right, want to get into the our Stanley Cup final predictions, our Stanley Cup final winner, our Conn Smythe winner. Start with Joe. I like where you're going here. I think everyone has the abs except for Jack's blank pick. He hasn't put it in yet. So <laughs> I, I put it back. I just there. don't like it. Jack's still thinking. It's not Joe, on there for you guys? what do you got for your Stanley Cup finals? Oh, oops. After just looking, and I did it today, going through the teams. Big prep guy. Yeah, huge <laughs> prep guy right here. Um, I don't see anyone in the West competing with the Avs again. I think they're going to be back, and uh, and I think the Rangers come out of the East. And I think it, I think they have the D. I think they have the scoring. They could probably add a piece, and they definitely have the goaltending. So the Rangers, you're talking the about. Rangers, yeah. 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 And um, it, uh, I guess. The only thing for Colorado is goaltending might be a question mark, but they didn't even need it last year. 
Yeah, they did. They did not. <laughs> so, no. they they let their starting goalie walk. Yeah, they let <laughs> they their starting goalie up walk. A backup, <laughs> and they won like two or three games, maybe even more, with their backup. Francois, yeah, yeah, yep. So, um, and they still have Francois, so they know he can win playoff games. Um, that team is just stacked. Yeah, they're, they're a just wagon. too good. I mean, got- they only lost. Uh, I mean, Kadri is a big loss. Yeah, uh, and and Berkowski. Who do you got winning? I think Colorado wins it. And uh, the only reason I didn't pick McCarr to win Smythe is because he won last he year. Won it. <laughs> so I'll give it to McKinnon. So we get a back-to-back cup champion again in the Colorado Avalanche. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i go next because I also have the Avalanche going to the cup final for the same reason. Nobody in the West can stand up to that wagon of a team. Yeah. Gabe's going to start the year injured but shouldn't be out long. And I don't think they miss a beat without him. I don't no. think it matters. It's like the Tampa. It's like Tampa Bay without Stamkos for the for that cup run. And they they have room at the deadline to add pieces like they did. Yep. Uh, I actually just a sidebar here. One of the things I looked into was could they fit Patrick Kane? That's what I was thinking too just now. Okay. Good. Glad we're on the same yeah. way. <laughs> right here. I have the Abs against the Hurricanes in the Stanley Cup final. I'm not in love with my pick to be honest with you over the Hurricanes. I can see it. I can see a way, a pathway for them to be there. I like the talent. I like the addition of guys like Brent Burns. Loved the addition of Max Pacioretty. Injury sucks. Uh, could he be back for the playoffs? I, I don't. I don't know. Based no, he's on supposed his... to be back um, uh, December. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's what a I read. Speedy last... timeline. Yeah, uh, I have the Hurricanes winning the Stanley Cup. I, I think. I think it's the year they can. They can make the jump again. They can get over the. Uh, you know, get over the, the the edge and and win a cup. That's going to be a hell of a series if that's the final. Um, and then I have Aho winning the Conn Smythe because I couldn't think of anyone else to win the Conn Smythe, and I wasn't picking Freddie Anderson. I mean, Aho's one of my favorite players in the league, but it's there's an argument to be made that the Canes could have beaten and should have beaten the Rangers if they had Anderson. Yeah, last playoff. Yep. Yep. So he was hurt, right? Yeah. So he missed the whole playoff, and they got less jerky. They got, yeah. rid, they got rid of uh, D'Angelo. Yeah, they dropped him off and added Brett Barnes. Barnes. Yeah, uh, I like Burnsy there. I think he could have a really good season on that blue line. I like him. I uh, I I think Freddie Anderson's good. I also want him to be good because I don't like the Leafs. Yeah, because so. now he's not Leaf. <laughs> I agree. I 100 percent agree with but, that. But um, he can win a playoff. I mean, if they have uh, just as good – I mean, they don't have Makar, but they have a solid D. And a solid D can make up for um, mediocre to average goaltending. Yep. And I think Freddie Anderson's better than average. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So he, he'll he make saves, and I think this team is going to go into the season this year different than last year. They'll, they'll save players. They're not going to – they'll get their points they need. They're not going to go all out. I think they're – I love Rod Brendamore too as a coach. Same. They're – I think they are – in that locker room, it feels like they think they're a, a true contender and not just a contender to make a run, a contender to, to win a cup. Like I think that they're, they're now to the point where they're like, we're over the edge. This is the team that's going to do it. Jack, give us your Stanley Cup final pick. Uh, Flames versus Canes. And your cup winner? Flames. And your con Smythe. Hubie dooby doo. All right. So you have the Flames 
beating Avalanche. Jumping, which, yeah, jumping that's the what, abs. That's what I don't like about it. I just, I just want to be different. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's, it's and it's tough not it's tough to be like, yeah, that team's gonna go back. It's that's gotta be one of the more difficult picks to be like, yeah, that team's gonna go win a second second straight Stanley Cup or even go to a second straight final. But well, they lost j- they lost Johnny Gaudreau and they lost the uh, Kachuk, but with who they added, I don't think that they're that much worse. Huberdo and Weger, yeah, their and, defense and Kadri. is better. And, and Kadri, and yeah. Kadri. So I really don't think they're that they're not. I don't know. I think they might be as good as they were last year. I. I don't disagree. There's an argument to be had. Their window is is like two years, mm-hmm. just with age wise. But yeah. um, I don't I yeah, don't disagree I don't... that they that they are a playoff team. But do they have what it takes to go through? They have to go through Edmonton, and they have to go through Colorado. Well, they went through Edmonton last year. Or no, they didn't. Sorry. No, they went through Edmonton uh, for. Two games. <laughs> no, only one. I think. Who? Uh, uh, the Colorado went, or the Calgary went. I think they only won one. No, they the won first one game. game. Yeah, that's, that's all they won. So, well, it's a different year, Joe. Well, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like they they're gonna have to go through those two teams to yeah. make the play or make the finals. I, can, I'm not. Can saying, they do that? I'm not saying I can't see it. I I think you. I think you're lower on the Flames than we are. Obviously, lower than Jack is. But I yeah. think you're lower on the Flames than we are. I agree with with Jack. I don't think they're marginally worse. Maybe. I, I think th- I think you're getting hung up on the thing that you should get hung up on. Can they best the Avs? Yeah. I mean, well, can, can they get the Oilers first because they have to go through them? That's a flawed team, in my opinion. I two, mean, two superstars. They did add better goaltending. The goalie's better. That 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 is that for me. Did you name them in the teams you think could win a cup? Yeah, you did. did. I don't. I can't see that team winning a cup this year. I just not this year. I don't know if it it'll change next year. Whatever my opinion. I just don't. I see that team as flawed. And I think one of the biggest things that drove the point home last year was the LA series. Yeah, I took LA to win that series, and I was oh so damn close to being right. And I think that could that could easily happen again this year. For sure. Anybody in the West, I think, could give Edmonton a hard time. The biggest thing is Edmonton or uh, LA probably did the best job against McDavid. And they added like and they added goal scoring, which yeah. was an issue in that yeah. series. They could not score. Mm-hmm. And and you could say And they don't have to start uh uh what's his name? The old Red Wing. They don't have to try, start Troy Stetcher. Stetcher. Yeah, well that's <laughs> what I was just gonna say. You you get in an ideal world, he's healthy. You're going to get Dowdy for a whole playoff yep. series. Um, we'll see if Jonathan Quick in his old age can stand up to what he did your last year. He was good is, last year. Your is questionable. But still. I think Peterson's a, a good goalie. And and they're going to play even games yep. going into it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't see Edmonton being one of those teams. I mean, I, could I see him making a cup final? Maybe, yeah. Like I, like they were there last year. I mean, they were yeah. in the semis. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. For some reason, I just can't see that. I think that team. I think there's flaws that that team can make a really good run like they did last year. One misstep, and they could have been out in the first round. Yeah, you know. I mean, you could say that about a lot of teams, but I just can't see them being a Cup Finals. No, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I think Colorado's still beating them. But yeah, I honestly, the Canes in the Avs. Like, would it surprise me if the Avs won that won that in five to no. win the Cup? Not at all. Yeah, not one bit. So and. I mean, the Avs won the Cup last year, and they didn't even have Gerard. They had their backup goalie. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It's uh, Brandon was banged up. Yeah. Brandon didn't even score. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's well, I mean, he's, I think he had three goals the whole playoff. It's so, um, you know, that's not going to happen again. Right. <laughs> so the Avs, the uh, class of the league, I think we all agree on that. Uh, and, and I'm not going to disagree, Jack. Someone could knock them off. It could easily happen. We'll see if they can go back to back. All right, some bold predictions for the season. Uh, these have to be bold. I yelled at Jack as soon as I saw what he typed in. Cause, I changed them. Because Edmonton making the semifinals is not bold. They did it, <laughs> they did it last season. <laughs> Let's get into it. Joe, you want to start with your bold predictions for the season? These have to be bold. Like, And we defined – we had to define what bold was. Bold is like something you think there's a pathway f- – you could see it happening. But like if it was in Vegas, the odds would be like – one in 10,000 that it's actually going to happen. All right. Then uh, with that disclaimer too, like do we think this is actually going to happen? I don't know what one you're talking about. Well, like, <laughs> like with your predictions, do you think they're actually going to happen? Or, or are you just like picking predictions? No, I think, I think it's – think That you, could happen. You think, you think there's a way for it to happen. Yes. You don't necessarily think it's going to happen, but that's why it's bold because okay. you think there's a way it could happen – but odds are there's not a chance it happens. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like very bold predictions. All right. So here's my bolds. I have uh, Debrinket scoring under 20 goals in Ottawa. Um, should we talk about why? Or Yeah. You, 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 well, you can, go, you can go like briefly. I would do very brief. Okay. I think uh, – though I th- – <laughs> I don't know. I, this mostly is because I'm just over the Ottawa hype. Yeah, this I, is I just, just I'm mad at Ottawa take. <laughs> I can't stand people thinking that Ottawa has the top six players in the league all of a sudden. Like they're going to surpass a wild card yeah. spot. Yeah, and the they're playoffs. they're like this like huge what? Uh, like massive uh, Watch them win the East. <laughs> yeah, I know after all this. I just don't think I I'm just over the Ottawa hype. Also because I think that I would take Detroit's roster any day over them. I would say that is that is bold. Under 20 goals for him is – has I he know. ever done that? Yeah, he has yes. with playing with Kane. So Okay. All right. Okay, next. Uh, I have Jack Hughes continuing his over a point per game. He's a heart finalist this year. Which essentially means he's healthy, right? He's healthy all year, yeah. Because <clears throat> if he's healthy in the years he's over a point per game, he's probably considered. Now, here's my question for you on this one. Does Jersey have to be really good for that to happen, though? I don't think so. They got to so. be a playoff team, right? Uh, I mean, last year he he played forty nine games. He had fifty six points. So if he just does that Pretty again, good. If he does that again, he's around uh, ninety to hundred points. So you need him to be better than that, though. And, but I need him to be better. But I also think he's going to score. He only scored twenty six. So I think he can get he can closer 30 to 30, sure. yeah, 35. Yeah. So with that being said, I don't think – but I think you can have a 35 goal scorer and the Devils still not be great. When was the last time a guy won the Hart Trophy and his team didn't make the playoffs? Oh, that's a good question. Did the Devils make it when Taylor Hall had his anomaly of a year? They did. They lost in the first round though, but they did make it. Did the Canadians make it in 2015 when Carey Price won the Hart? They would almost have to, I would assume, with wins. With him being there, yeah. yeah. Uh, who was the other one? Did the... Well, yeah, Edmonton. They made it. Well, what, 
Edmonton missed the playoffs a couple times, in, and in twenty twenty, David was a stud. in twenty twenty. They didn't. So seventeen, McDavid in seventeen. Did they make it in seventeen? Because they they did make it to the second round one year with McDavid young. Uh, who are we looking at first? We were looking at Hall in eighteen. Hall in eighteen definitely made it. Uh, fifteen was Montreal. They were the number one seed. Yeah, in the Atlantic. Uh, seventeen was the next question, right? Sixteen. Sixteen or seventeen. Uh, whenever, 16 was Kane, so whenever, 17 was McDavid. And 17, I think they McDavid, did make it that year. Edmonton made it. Mm-hmm. So when was the last time a t- someone won the – so they would have to make the playoffs is essentially what you're saying. Uh, yeah, they would have to. Because Kane, but just for a Price, list, Crosby, Ovechkin, Malkin, Perry, yeah, Sedin. I'm not saying win it though. Yeah, saying I'm saying finalist. Finalist, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. But I think that's a good qualification to it. I mean, I, he played, still got to be good. He played fifty games, uh, forty nine games, and had fifty six points. So he hasn't scored thirty yet. But I think he's like about to break through. The the fact that we can argue it in multiple angles it makes it bold. I yeah. like it. Okay, next. Um, I think Kirill Kaprizov ends with most goals in the season over um, Matthews and Ovechkin. Huh? Yeah. So he had forty seven last year. So this is where you said, do my bold predictions have to match my award picks? Because <laughs> you did not. Yeah. We also have to do awards real quick. Yeah. But the, so this one does not <laughs> match my award picks. Make this really long. <laughs> be quick. Um, my next one is uh, Lindholm outscores both Kachuk and Gaudreau in points. Oh, boy. In points. So Lindholm scored 42 and had 40, 40 assists last year. Yeah, that's bold. So I yeah. like that. He had 82 points, and I think he outscores them. Okay. Well, I think he has a chance to outscore, outscore them. Outscore him in points. On new teams, yeah. Okay. And then my last one would be Detroit and Ottawa both finish above Boston. Bold. That's yeah. You, I, That's my biggest one. Uh, okay, stop rubbing in the Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, bold predictions. What do you got? Uh, first of all, Maple Leafs make it past the first round. <laughs> That's extremely bold. It's, Unbelievably it's, bold. If you think about it, it's, it's not that <laughs> it's not bold because they're good, right. yeah. but it's <laughs> never happened before, so that makes it pretty bold. Well, it has happened, but well, not since okay. like yeah, 2001. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what so, I meant. I think uh, Matt's was on the team. <laughs> it might be, Wendell Clark was still a <laughs> Leaf. Uh, I've got next up. Hot then was the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> Ty Domi was still being a jerk at that time. I've got Cider up for Norris. So he's a finalist. He's a finalist, yeah. Okay. okay. All Not right. a winner. Of I like that. Um, well, I originally wrote Shane Wright sucks. Yeah, and I said, <laughs> context, please. 40-point year, and me and Joe could be like, wow, that was pretty good. And you'd be like, no, 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 sucks. See, no, I got it, it right. Sucks. See, got it right. <laughs> sucked. Mainly, mainly that he's going to underperform of what the expected, you know, supposed to be first-round overall. Okay, but you didn't say what it actually is. It doesn't I, say sucks anymore. Under Under 30 points. Which would be a season. very underperforming season. Yeah. For now, is he playing, he's playing full year? Yes, full okay. year. He's already made the team, though, hasn't he? I, I, I think so. I think he's penciled I don't think in. there's a reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, who are they going to have playing? Right, right. So he's playing at least 70 games. He's getting 30 points yeah. or under 30. Yep. Okay. That's bold. This, uh, this, this, one this one's is a fun one. The I like boldest of the bold. Yeah, and I'm still not sure what, what, <laughs> what, it means? what the prediction is. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I don't really know what it means either, but. <laughs> just get into it. It was just something that popped into my head. Uh, John Tortorella leaves Philly halfway through the season. Now, whether that's him being. <laughs> Whether that's him being fed up with the players and he's like, I'm out. Oh, he leaves. Or, yeah. or 
management's like, you're, you're just nuts. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but they're not firing him. He, they're just telling him to leave. Yeah. No, or he's leaving. <laughs> I like that. You know, his MO is to make players leave. He doesn't usually give up. He's usually just like a jerk long enough to where they leave. His final stand, though, is like, F you, I'm leaving. Hey, oh, you want to... He takes the hey. high road. He's like, he's like, hey, you want a M. Night Shyamalan plot twist in this season? I'm out. See you later. We're 10 and 30 halfway through the season. I'm You're done. firing me? No, I quit. Uh... And then um, no, save the other ones if they're Red Wings ones. Yeah. The other two are Red Wings okay. ones. Okay. Yeah, we'll save that. So I'm going to start with the one that goes along with that because if my prediction comes true, then Mine might come there's true. a good chance oh, he's gone. John Tortorella uh, takes a cab home and never comes back. Yeah, the Philadelphia <laughs> Flyers finish dead last in the NHL. Good one. I think there's a way to this. The injury to Sean Couturier, it's a back. Sounds like Ryan Ellis is definitely not going to play and maybe even retire. Yep. Their goaltending is questionable. The team sucks. Kevin Hayes might be your best forward beyond Atkinson, maybe Konechny. Does this make it a bold prediction, though? I That's think pretty bold. Last. I mean, Chicago's dead miserable. That means they got to be worse than, <laughs> than Buffalo, Arizona, Chicago. Mo- Montreal, Chicago, Arizona. Like, that's... Yeah. That's bold. I yeah. mean, they got to be worse than the Sun Devils. They got to be really... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll leave it right there. <laughs> Arturi Lekkinen scores 30 goals playing top-line minutes and number one power play unit with the Avs. He's definitely top six, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they he's already been playing in the preseason top power play unit. So 30 goals, his his max was last year was 19. It's the most he's ever scored. And there's an argument you had that uh, Kadri performed that well because of the people around him. And yeah, that's top the, four, too. And yeah. that's the spot. Exactly. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> so you almost went right past that one. <laughs> Double down. You're, you're like, yeah, 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 I know, top four, no. Uh, he, he's playing the role that Kadri played last year. Correct. Patrick Kane is an L.A. King by the trade deadline. I wanted to make him, I wanted to say he'd be a Ranger, although that is the most rumored team. I couldn't figure out a way to make it work without predicting an injury on the Rangers roster. Correct, yeah. So I went with L.A. because they could move out a, a, a million and a half-ish contract, and they still have the cap room that if Chicago eats 50%, that could happen. And they still have a guy like Turcotte that they can send. Right. You know. Kaliev, if yeah. really it came to it. He's exactly. going to Buffalo, calling it. Well, you should have should have made it a bold prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you your time; you give me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, speaking of the LA Kings, the LA Kings win the Pacific Division. Bold, bold. I mean, I. Side note: Last year, I took the LA Kings to make the playoffs. That was one of my bold predictions. Nailed Happy it. to have that one right. Yep. Uh, so those are mine. Philly dead last. LA Kings win the Pacific. Uh, oh, and here's my last one. I forgot about this one. I don't know how much this was a good idea. <laughs> Patrick Line scores 50 goals playing with Johnny Hockey. Now, it's not goals. out of the realm of possibility. He no. scored 40 before, and now he's playing with maybe one of the best playmakers in the NHL. Yeah. This team's going to be better, and Line seems like he's comfortable now. He got a, he got a contract, right? So, yep. guy goes out and scores 50. He looks so studly getting off of every plane he gets off. <laughs> He, I like the transition of looks he goes through. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> nice. So he's good. always rocking yeah. those glasses, though, whatever the, the 80s style, uh, 70s so style good. sunglasses. It, he's all confidence, all confidence because <laughs> he got he doesn't have much, <laughs> <laughs> not much of a reason for confidence. Yeah. But he's got it. 
All right, so quick rundown. I have Lekkonen scoring 30 with the Avs. Patrick Kane is an LA King by the deadline. The Kings win the Pacific. Line A scores 50 with Johnny Hockey, and Philly finishes dead last. Jack had the Leafs making it past the first round. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cider is a Norris finalist. Shane Wright under 30 points. John Tortorella just leaves <laughs> out of Philly halfway through the season. Joe had Boston finishing below the Wings and the Senators in the standings. DeBrincat scores under 20 goals. Jack Hughes, a Hart finalist. And Kirill Kaprasov ends the year with the most goals in the NHL. And uh, Elias Lindholm outscores Johnny Hockey and Matthew Kachuk in points. We have a couple Wings ones real quick. My Wings prediction, bold prediction, Tyler Bertuzzi gets moved at the NHL trade deadline. I think he's the guy that out of the... The guys you're going to get a return for, my pick would be him to be the one that gets moved out. Jack? Like thoughts on it or what's my No, nah, I don't what's, care about your thoughts. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I do have one question about the Pajuzzi thing. What is the wing season? If that happens? Yeah. They're out of it. Out of a wild card? Uh, yeah, They're but, not making the playoffs. Yeah, yeah but I think, I think it's uh, you're, you're – you're more than ten points out of a wild card spot, and he's not signing. Yeah, I think I think that I think that's already going to be an issue as it is. Yeah, because I don't know that Eisman wants to give him what he might be asking for, and there was it was a difficult thing to begin with, and so yeah, you're more than ten points out probably if that's going to happen. Okay, Jack, I actually have two. Uh, the first one would be I don't know if this is really bold though, but Wings actually making the playoffs. That's bold. I think that's bold. Okay. It's not like the boldest of the bold. It's not John Tortorella leaves midseason, <laughs> but it's bold. And then I think you already said it, but uh, Cider up for Norris. No, no, no. No, no, ones. you got another one there. Your bonus. Oh, 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 I have three. Zadina scores 25 goals. And I can see that happening. I hope that happens. I hope it does. I mean, I, we need it to happen. He we, needs it to happen. He needs it to happen. We would love it to happen. Could you see a scenario where... He underperforms next year, and the following season is he, next year. This one, coming yeah, up? Yeah, 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 like yeah. like this season, yeah. And the following season, he's in Grand Rapids. Ooh. <sighs> or would it take? Or, or would it have to be two bad seasons? Someone else would take him. Before would it have to be to... two bad seasons before he's down there? He's he he'd get claimed. I, yeah, I don't think he's going down. Someone's going to take. I him. I mean, we got Kenny Holland out there. That's <laughs> yeah, true. He loves old that wings. That is true. <laughs> Joe, what's your wings uh, bold prediction? Okay, this one uh, is probably my boldest. I think he's making the camp. Uh, he's making the team out of camp. I think Soderblom is a Calder finalist. Bold, and that's probably my boldest of bold. But I think if if he makes the team, I think the Wings are putting him in positions to play his game and to score. And I think he puts up Raymond esque. Points. So he's second line. Yeah. Uh, sec- second line power play, probably, right? I don't probably, think he gets first line unit. He probably, yeah, he's probably unit. second line power play. Um, and he's probably like third line minutes. Third line winger. He scores 24, 25, He would probably be like 23 ish. I just think, I think with his size, the wings like him. Oh, yeah. Of what he what he can offer. Looks like he's making the team. Not yeah. even his size. He's got some, some mitts. And he has, yeah, yeah. for real. He has got, got some unbelievable hands, hands for 6'8". Yeah. That goal he scored the other night, the slow-mo deke, that no one can – he's got to have a 10-foot reach with the puck. Oh. He could drag the puck 10 feet away from you. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He's uh, – they'll – and I just don't think, like, even with his size, like, it's going to be tough. Like, how do you – 
if Char was in front of that when Boston did that, yep. you're just not stopping. You can't that. move that. You're not moving it. Yep. And uh, he'll get garbage goals, but he has hands to put it between his legs if he is that close. Yeah, you know? he, he does. So, He's done it before. Um, and I think the wings, if he makes the team, are just going to put him in opportunities to succeed. I agree. Um because he's not making the team if he's playing eight minutes a game. No, he's making the team to, to be an impact player. Yeah. All right, let's quickly go over our, uh, our player awards, and we'll just run through them. We don't need a lot of context. It is what it is. I'm a little bit bold with my Hart Trophy pick, MVP of the league, Cam Wakar. Joe. I have McDavid. Mr. I mean, uh, Mr. Matthews. Yeah. Austin Matthews. Uh, mine's probably the boldest there with Cam Wakar. Yeah. Call the Trophy. Me and, Joe, me and Jack both have Matty Berniers. I couldn't find a way to go away from him. There no. was two other options, and Joe took one of them. Yeah, I have McTavish. Uh, McTavish. Um, I think I think just the roster talent on Edmonton, or on Edmonton, on Anaheim, he's going to play a lot. And uh, we could already see that they, ha- they can have a rookie that scores 20. Right. I think the other... The other guy up for debate here is the uh, Thompson, the goalie in Vegas. Thompson, the goalie, or even Owen Powers, if he has a solid year as a defenseman. I don't see him doing what Sider did point-wise is my only hiccup to that. And he's not going to be as dyna- or dynamic uh, defensively, I don't and think. No one, but. none of us picked Wright or Slavkovsky. No. Uh, I don't think Slavkovsky makes the Habs to start the year, and uh, you said it yourself, Shane Wright sucks. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vesna. Me and Joe have Shesterkin, back-to-back, mm-hmm. Jack-Jack. I think Soros. That's a good pick. Not a bad pick. He was really good last year. Really good. Got hurt, too. Nashville's the best team in the league right now. <laughs> That's true. Didn't even think of that. Oh, I like him. Norris Trophy. Camel Carr. Camel Carr. Camel Carr. Camel Carr. <laughs> no talk there. That's all, all you need to be said. Selkie Trophy. Uh, one more time, for old time's sake. Patrice Ooh. Bergeron. Oh, Patrice. I got Mr. Barkov. I got uh, Elias Lindholm. I like the pick. I love his game. He's so underrated. He was so finalist underrated. last year, and, I mean, he is probably the most underrated player maybe in the NHL. I agree. He scored 42 last year. No one knows his name. You know what he you know who he is? He's 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 Barkoff four year, three or four years ago. Yeah. No one talks about him. No one no one knows who he is, but he's just unbelievable. The Rocket, who scored the most goals, gentlemen? All Matthew. at one time. <laughs> Mr. Matthews. Everyone's got Matthews. Yeah. Lady I Bing. was I was going to pick Ovechkin for that just cuz he You think he scores 50? He's, he's I don't know. I was I was thinking long and hard about it. He wants to get that record, but I don't think he's I think he doesn't have the team around him again to do it. Like my Ovechkin prediction is forty-eight. Okay, forty-eight. Forty. My 42. bold would be Krill, um, just because I think Minnesota has no one else that's scoring. Yeah, so yeah. someone's got to score. do it. Yeah. Lady Bing, most gentlemanly player. I I I fell in love with my pick after doing a little research here. I have Jack Hughes. I think if he's healthy, I love Jack he's Hughes this year. I took Larkin just because he's a he's a gentleman and a scholar. I took my American Michigan boy, Kyle Connor. He was a finalist last year. He won it last year. He won it last year. He won it last year. He won, won it last year. <laughs> won it again. Well, validates my <laughs> The Art Ross, most points in the NHL and the Ted Lindsay. Everyone is in lockstep. Three, two, one. McDavid. 
I don't know, some guy over here must have invaded our Google Sheets because there's just a whole section where Joe Thornton <laughs> Yeah, Joe wins. Thornton's going to win every <laughs> award. Every category. Yeah, we might have filled in Joe's picks before he got to him. Yeah, I uh, also really like Joe Thornton for that pick. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get signed somewhere. All right, that's it. Episode 8. Thank you for listening. Again, be sure to go like, follow, listen. Uh, anywhere you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you can listen to a podcast. Maybe we'll be back next week, but we can't make any promises. <laughs> yeah, anymore. no promises. Uh, and if you don't want to like and subscribe, just tell a friend to listen. <laughs> That's also nice. Or grab their phone and just skim to the end of the pod. Yeah, we're, we'll take the listen. <laughs> listen. Yeah, if you are listening, just like listen three times. 